Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. Brief interruption from today's episode, but I wanted to go over one of my favorite supports and offerings that we have inside of Arden Yoga and Wellness, and that is the membership. I created the membership last year because I wanted to have a really accessible and affordable way for people to access not only movement and mindset support, but also the tools that you need to change your mindset and your habits to live a more fulfilled and healthier and well life. So the membership gives you all of those courses and tools that you need. It includes all of our evergreen and self-paced health coaching courses and supports, as well as all of my yoga therapy pre-recorded videos. The health coaching courses give you the support, the structure, the information, the education that you need to design a customized approach to health and wellness that fits your life. I also have exclusive master classes that I created that are inside of the membership that you only get inside of the membership. I go over individual areas of holistic health like sleep, nourishment, movement. I just take a deeper dive into those areas. I also give you unlimited access to all of my therapeutic yoga videos. I've taken over a decade of working with clients one-on-one and customized individual videos for the main aches, complaints, concerns that I see inside of my in-person yoga therapy practice. The best part about this is the price point. It's $39.99 a month. You get unlimited access to all of those things that I just listed. It's the perfect tool to take your wellness with you wherever you go this summer, especially with schedules changing and kids being out of school. So I can't recommend this enough. I'm so excited about it. That's why I keep talking about it. So go to the show notes join the membership and take care of yourself. Implement all of these tools and resources that I've created for you into your everyday life and drastically change your health and wellness. Now back to today's episode. Welcome back to the Art and Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. So today, you guys, we are going to talk about wellness red flags. And some of it, actually probably all of it, (laughs) is my opinions professionally and personally as somebody who's been just swimming in the wellness pool for going on 15 years. I think that it's something as of late that I've just thought a lot about, honestly. I have just thought so much about it. And it's been something that it has just been top of the mind for my, for me. Not when I say I've been thinking about all the time, I'm not having, I'm not waking up with intrusive thoughts about the wellness industry, anything like that. It's just something that has been very apparent to me. And I've noticed myself thinking about it a lot more lately than I typically do. And so that's why I wanted to give you guys a couple of red flags. And again, in my personal and professional opinion, that maybe in the world of wellness, you want to look out for. Now, we all know that 
the wellness space, the wellness industry has skyrocketed over the past however many years. I don't care what social media platform you're on. I don't care if you're on YouTube. I don't care if you're walking into Target or the grocery store. There's a probiotic gummy. There is someone who is selling a tea. There is someone that you see online who is a coach and has this to say. There's somebody who appears to be really healthy and fit that says that they cut out this food for six months and it completely, you know, radically changed everything about their health. It is like drinking from a fire hose right now. And as someone who is able to decipher information in this space pretty well because of my background in education and also somebody who's just been in it long enough to where I feel like I can typically discern some of these things, it's hard for me. And so I cannot imagine when clients of mine are shuffling through the internet and trying to figure out what the next best step or first best step should be for them, what that's like. And so I want to go over a couple of things that I picked out. I could have gone, when I was thinking about how I could narrow this down, I seriously could have gone on for a hundred years with my list of red flags because there's a there's quite a few. Um, but I'm in, I narrowed it down to three that I thought were at least a good place for me to start and ones that I could keep in a somewhat condensed and shorter format so that I don't turn this into a TED Talk. So my first wellness red flag is fear-mongering. So if you are following someone or if you are sitting down to do a consult with someone or if you're looking into programs with someone or any way that you might be consuming information, opinion or opinions from this person or this company, or if you might be receiving services or support from a company or a person or a provider, And they are intensely propagating fear as a way to get you to move in the direction of choosing them or using their stuff. That is a huge red flag. Most of the time, what I have seen over the years when I'm working with someone, there's already a certain level of fear there. So that might mean because they got some lab work back that says that they're pre-diabetic. That might be labs that said they have really high cholesterol and their inflammatory markers are elevated. Whatever it might be, there's there's a little bit of fear there. There's a, oh, I've got to do something about this or something bad might happen to me. So a lot of times when people are looking to make a move in their health and wellness or shift something, there's already a level of hesitancy and there's already a level of fear already there. And so anytime someone uses an amplified version of fear or uses the fear that you already have to get you to move, that's a red flag. That's that's not one that's not it, it's not going to support sustainable and lasting change and it's also just kind of gross it's too intense and in my opinion you can we can be honest as healthcare providers and wellness support we can 100% be honest and that's our job is to be honest and to efficiently and accurately help decipher information and education to patients and clients however 
using fear as a way to pressure someone is not appropriate. And it also really isn't going to most of the time provide lasting change for people that they need and they want. So I think anybody who comes out of the gates and is apocalyptic, end of the world, if you don't change your eating to this today, this is what's going to happen because this certain thing turns to poison in your body and you're slowly dying from it and you don't even know. And if you're feeding your kids that, Again, if that's the energy you need, and if that's not a red flag to you, if you're like, no, I love that, that motivates me, then disregard everything I just said. I said in the very beginning of this podcast episode, a lot of this is opinions, my opinion. However, I think that fear-mongering and using fear as a tool to get people to move or to work with you should be a red flag, okay? The next thing, whether it is a provider or it is a company that sells a service or sells a product, if someone refuses to be collaborative, that is a red flag for me. So what I mean by that is if someone is not willing to use a referral system, if someone says that they are the end-all be-all, meaning you don't need other people in your health and wellness, you don't need anybody else on your team because I do it all. Also, if someone is not willing to be collaborative with you, okay? So if somebody is not willing to sit down at the table and go, I'm an expert in this and this, but you're an expert in how you feel in your body and your how you've experienced it, help me, help me understand and let's meet halfway and see what we can do here. So I think that if somebody is saying that the end-all be-all is them and they are an expert at everything, I think that's a huge red flag. People go to school, people do trainings, people have experience. It doesn't have to be one niche. It doesn't have to be one specialty. But if somebody says that this one supplement is going to fix your bloat, it's going to repair your ACL, it's going to help your fingernails grow, and it's going to help you start that business, (laughs) like run, because that just run. Okay, if there is a doctor that somebody sets you up with and that doctor sits down and they will not listen to you and they will not hear what you have to say about your experience in your body, in your health and in your life, that is not collaborative. If someone does not know how to refer out, if somebody does not know how to collaborate with the rest of a healthcare team or wellness team and say, you know what? I can get you mobility to here, but these yoga postures past this point are not going to do anything else. You really need to get somebody in there to do some deep tissue work. I'm going to refer you to this massage therapist or this chiropractor or this physical therapist that does Graston therapy. That's what we need to do. If somebody promises that their service or their product is the end-all be-all and it will work or there's something wrong with you and you're the problem, huge red flag huge red flag. Okay. So somebody who's not willing to be collaborative, I'm not interested in that for myself. And then also I I really do not love to work um, professionally side by side with people like that, because at the end of the day, the goal is to help our patients and our clients. And if we can't be collaborative and throw the ball back and forth with people in their expertise to facilitate a really great team for the people we're trying to help, then, you know, 
we're going to miss the mark. Another, and this is going to, this might, this might be the the saltiest one out of all of the, the ones I've said so far. If somebody doesn't have an education there, I said it. I said it. I am, the human body is very, very complex. It is very, very hard for those of us that have spent our entire career and life in it. We are finding new information all the time. We are changing our minds. If somebody is, is promising you a service or promising you that they are the person to walk with you in their health and wellness, and they have not been guided and had a mentor that knows more than them. And if they haven't had some sort of education, and I don't mean, I don't even want to say, I think formal, that word we can throw out, but I mean a program, I mean a certification, I mean, I mean, I dare say, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, a governing board, we need checks and balances. Every single certification or licensing board is there because it helps with codes of ethics. It helps with growth in that specific area of study and service and wellness and in health. And so that's something that I think is important. Again, I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers. There is a wild world out there. Everybody's a coach. Everybody and their mom is a coach right now. I'm going to speak to wellness. I don't know any, I'm not speaking to like business coaches and all that, but When somebody says they're a coach, if you don't understand positive psychology and if you don't understand behavior change and how that works and all of the different stages of it, I don't honestly know how you can guide and walk somebody through changing their life and their behavior. Because if you don't know how people's brain and behaviors work, it's going to be really hard for you to walk with them. Now there's mentorship and I've done an entire podcast on the difference between coaching, mentorship and consulting and all of those are all of those are important and all of those hold value but they're very different things. And so the same way that I tell people you will not catch me taking a yoga class from somebody who has never had any anatomy training, same thing with health coaching. If you've had no education in health or the human body, or organ systems, or chronic diseases, or mindset and behavior change, then I, you're, I don't, I can't, I cannot. I have so many things to say about this, but I also want to be tasteful because I think people's hearts, for the most part, are in the right place, and they want to take the lessons that they've learned and the journey that they've been on, and they want to help people. But I think we have to be careful and make sure that Our heart doesn't move faster than what we know. My passion for something doesn't move faster than the training that I've had and the information that I need to be able to acquire and decipher Um, because everyone is so vastly different. And so if you're taking your experience and you're like, I'm ready to change the world. I changed my lifestyle through this and this and this and this, and I want to help people do the same thing that person, they might not need the same thing as you because you don't know their values. You don't know their strengths. You don't know what stage in behavior change they're on. Are they in the pre-contemplative stage? Are they in a stage of readiness to move? And so 
All of these things are really, really important to understand if you want to really help change people's lives. And I think safely, I think that we all need to have checks and balances because again, our heart and our enthusiasm and our passion sometimes can move a little bit faster than it needs to when we're supporting people. So I think if people have never done a training and if they, if their education is YouTube shorts and if it's TikTok and if it's Instagram reels, I think that's a red flag. They're just regurgitating pockets and pieces of information and then telling other people about it. If if we really need to understand science and what would be really great is if we knew how to read literature and research too, because that shows us a bigger picture in a longer term instance for the most part of, of people and health and in a bigger population than these small little condensed variations that we see in short clips online. So again, I know probably an unpopular opinion, and I'm not saying that people that are not, you know, haven't done extensive education in health and wellness don't have, you know, don't have value in the health and wellness space. I just think that we need to up the ante a little bit because I've seen a huge influx of absolute nonsense online that is people just repeating things like I do this and this because it alkalines my kidneys. And I'm like, I don't, what, what are we talking about? So make sure before you invest, before you give your time, before you give your money to people Make sure you look at their bio, look at their reviews, see what other people have said, see who their mentors were, who did they learn from, check all those things out. It's important. So just a little recap. So my health and wellness red flags, again, these are just a few of them because I have a lot. I could do a part two. I might do that next week. My health and wellness red flags are fear-mongering, non-collaboration. So anybody who is the, thinks they are the end-all be-all and does not want you collaborating with other people, does not refer out or doesn't want to collaborate with you in your health and wellness, that's a red flag. And then anybody who doesn't have some sort of training or education in health and wellness in human science and psychology, whatever their niche is and specialty, I think that's a red flag. I think that that's something that you want to be aware of. And if nothing else, I think you just need to be informed on that. And then you can make your own decision. So let me know your thoughts on this. Again, these are my opinions. I This is not me speaking to anybody's heart or intention or anything. It's just kind of what I've seen lately in this space. And then also via clients that I've worked with, their their feedback and some of their experiences outside of their time with me. So thank you as always for listening and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. That's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. If you wouldn't mind, take a second and rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening. That really helps more people find out about the podcast. Also go over to YouTube. I love YouTube. I'm a huge fan of YouTube. Go to YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can get the full video of all of our episodes on YouTube. All of the videos are up there. So if you want to feel like we're hanging out together and chatting in person, go to YouTube, check out the podcast there, follow, subscribe, all the things there. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys.